Get the old chimney sweeper Make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming Santa is coming I love this time of the year Welcome to Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I am Pete. I'm Molly. And this is a Christmas-themed podcast where we break down a Hallmark Christmas movie. And today we will break down the Hallmark original Christmas movie, Christmas in Love. It's a new movie for 2018. And um, even the name is lazy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand you're making so many of these movies, you're going to run out of ideas. But this really is just a regurgitation of a bunch of things we've seen yeah, before. Pretty much every single Hallmark movie could be called Christmas in Love. Yeah. Do you like wreaths? Do you like automation? This movie is for you. <laughs> I noticed this was an HP Christmas jingle production. Are they always that way? No, I guess they have different... What does HP mean? Hallmark Productions? production Christmas jingle production? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I noticed that was weird, too. Um, and we always talk about how we want to write one. And another podcast I listened to was talking about they have a friend that wrote two of them. The one with Chad Michael Murray, and then the one that's coming on the Christmas and Evergreen sequel, oh. Letters to Santa. So they, they're like legitimately not like... So real people yeah. are writing these. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Well, by next year, by the time the podcast comes in 2019, we will have written a script for a Hallmark Christmas movie. We can break out, in honor of William Goldman dying today, we can break out his book about screenwriting yeah. and write our spec script for Yeah, <laughs> that'll be Hallmark like our New Year's resolution. Well, it'll be my New Year's resolution, just like learning <laughs> Spanish was my last, <laughs> last year's and I have not. I, I started really strong. It wasn't, it's been many years. <laughs> no, it was last year. Because we were going to Mexico City for spring break. Oh. <laughs> and by I wanted to learn Spanish by March. <laughs> How's that and going? I, I, I was really strong for the first couple of weeks of January, and then Doing I kind of. I was looking up. I had an looking app. Like I, I had a Duolingo app. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, oh, that's right. And then I was practicing, and then I would stop for a few days, and then I have to go back, and I'd forget, and then, and then all of a sudden we were done with Mexico City. All right, enough procrastinating. Right. Let's talk about automation. So Christmas in Love. What do we know about Christmas in Love? It stars two Hallmark veterans, Brooke Dorsey, who we know from Miss Christmas. She was Miss Christmas mm-hmm. that we talked about in July. And Daniel Lissing, who he's been in a lot of the Christmas movies, but he's also on When Calls the Heart, which is <laughs> a Hallmark series, like year-round, mm-hmm. everyday series that has a big following. He's the the main male mm-hmm. lead in that. So it's we're not in a big city. We're in White Deer, Missouri, in a small town. It's very snowy. Like this is when they break out the footage of snow covered fields mm-hmm. and small little house, like villages right. and really hammer down the point that we're not in New York City or any other big city. Yeah. We're in middle America. Now <laughs> when you live in Chicago you kind of have a chip on your shoulder about you're not New York, you're not L.A. It's a big city, but it's it's not the biggest, nor is it like a cool city like Portland or Austin. Mm-hmm. We're somehow stuck in the middle. But all we know is that we're cooler than Missouri. We're cooler than St. Louis, for sure. <laughs> so anytime I see Missouri, I'm like, oh, t- I thought it was an I thought it was an interesting place for White Deer, Missouri. Well, they reference 
the 2018 ness of this is that they reference that the tire factory was closed nearby, and so a lot of those people are out of work. So that has a very mm, Missouri like, feel, coal miner out of work feel to it in a state like Missouri. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of generalization. Yeah. Where um, do they make tires? Let's go yeah. Missouri. So Ellie. That's Brooke Dorsey's character, is making a bunch of artificial reeds. We open up on that. And these movies are not filmed in the winter. So the snow is fake. They have to ice skate indoors. Mm -hmm. And there's not like, I guess there's not like real greenery to use because everything's always, all of the greenery that's used in crafts or in decorations is always artificial. So her thing is that she makes artificial wreaths and everybody's gaga for them. Yeah. These wreaths are... They're not very good. No. No. (laughs) They're not very good. (laughs) They're not very special. And she makes a big deal about how, like, long it takes her to make every one. But then, like, later on, we see her making, like, a hundred at night. So it's not that hard. She just buys a pre-made wreath, uses pre-made ornaments and ribbon and ties ties it it all together. together. It's not very exciting. But everyone's like, oh, my gosh. She's known for making these wreaths. Yeah. It would be like one will appear in a store. She'll give one to the fire station or to Mm -hmm. a store or something. And it's like a Banksy has appeared and everybody's, like, standing (laughs) around it. Are you seeing the new wreath? Um, so her par- her parents, she's close with her family. Her mom is played by the mom from Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. And her dad is played by a guy that looks like Stephen Collins, yeah, which is creepy. Yeah. He totally um, does. So it, um, Ellie's mom owns like a gift shop in town and she drops off a wreath. And her mom talks to her about how everybody, you know, as soon as you put one of these up, I guess it was just like a decoration for the store. As soon as you put one of these up, everybody wants to to buy them and she talks about how hard it is to make them and there's also a lot of digs in this movie about Ellie feels like things should be small handmade brick and mortar not mass produced and she there's lots of digs against online shopping mm-hmm. too but yes her mom really believes that Ellie should be selling these reeds in mass quantity that's Ellie's real passion is to be making reeds We see they're watching the Christmas festival being set up across the street. So one check for laziness here. Another Christmas festival is the is the main setting Mm -hmm. for the White Deer Christmas festival. Yeah, everybody kind of revolves around the you know when the Christmas festival is going to happen. And her ex boyfriend is in charge of it. He's a firefighter, Mm -hmm. and he's in charge of the Christmas festival. I guess his dad had been in charge of it, and that's why it seemed like his dad has passed away, and he has taken over. Carl, what's his name? Carl. Yeah. Carl. There are some very Canadian actors in this one. Carl is very Canadian. Mm-hmm. Carl. <laughs> there, yeah, he's a firefighter, and Ellie's best friend is a firefighter. That's the thing mm-hmm. in this one. So Ellie works at a bakery. Her dad works there, too. He's the manager of it, and she works in human resources. And it's a bakery that makes Kringles. Um, had you ever heard of a Kringle no. before this? What, right. what are Kringles? Well, I was at Trader Joe's yesterday, and they have Kringles. It's just like a it's a, a big, round, p- baked yeah. piece of pastry. something. Pastry, like, yeah. Kind of. Like, I was sort of feeling like it was sort of like a cronut, because it was like lots of layers, but then the layers have stuff in between them, and then it gets iced on top. So Frosting. it looks like a snowflake. Yeah. Then at Trader Joe's, it says like Danish Kringles, and they're made in Wisconsin. It had it, like had the feel of these 
green goals. Mm-hmm. The, and I'm like, did this exist before? Did they see this movie? <laughs> Boy, people really go gaga over crinkles. We should start uh, making well, these things. Well, they do, because this is a huge company with like corporate headquarters in San Francisco. and Yeah, the Carlingson Bakery. Yeah, so they're, the bakery is in White Deer, Missouri, and the corporate headquarters where the suits are mm-hmm. is in San Francisco. And Ellie's dad tells her that one of the corporate suits mm-hmm. is coming. This happens regularly, that they come to the bakery to to check things out and to experience that. Right, to learn all business. aspects of the business. So now we see Nick, that's Daniel Lissing, and he's in San Francisco, and his dad, so there's a lot of dad stuff in this one, his dad is the, I don't know what his title is. President, CEO, CEO whatever, owner, I don't, Bakery, yeah. yeah. which was started by his father. And it's he's getting ready to retire, and so Nick is going to take over, and the dad wants him to go to White Deer to experience it all. Nick believes in automation. Mm-hmm. Automation above all else. If they're going to grow and be number one, they need to automate. So I was sort of surprised. Like Nick is, you know, like in his late 30s. He's never been to White Deer before. This is the first time. Yeah. I was sort of surprised by that. But there's a hist from the grandfather to the dad. There's a history of what you care about is the people that work for mm-hmm. you more than the bottom line. And Nick is not that they're not. They're doing fine. They're doing fine, but Nick thinks that he can grow the business with automation. That's more important to him than people at this point. Ellie's at home, busy making wreaths, and she pulls out a book about San Francisco, like a coffee table book, a very basic coffee table book about San Francisco, and looks longingly at it. So Mm -hmm. we're like, hmm, what's the story here with this? And Nick heads to White Deer, and he's staying at at the lodge that's there. And this is another thing that happens in these movies where the rooms are decorated for Christmas. Which that's a lot of work that a that a hotel would decorate every put like a Christmas tree and wreaths and decorations and it's also an assumption that everybody would want to stay in a room with Christmas decor <laughs> would celebrate Christmas and stay in a room with Christmas decorations yeah. too but they always like we saw it in Mistletoe Inn the rooms were really decorated for for Christmas so that you know appears here that, as well yeah I, I guess I thought this was more of a bed and breakfast type place. As opposed to a, a large... It's a lodge. The, for some reason, they say that over and over mm-hmm. again. The lodge. It's not the lodge. And it, it opens, like the door opens to the outside. So it's not like it's, um, he's just staying in somebody's home. Yeah. Um, it's the next morning and he's heading to the bakery. And she's pulling up to go to the coffee shop or to the diner. It's, it's not a coffee shop in this one. It's a diner. And... He's got his fancy Italian shoes on and slips and falls on the ice um, right by her car. At the same time, he sits up. She opens her car door into him and hits him on the head. I feel that he was also walking fast, too. He, you know, he kind well, he's of, from the city. Right. He's a big city guy. He was kind of walking past the other people that were walking on the, the main street in the town. She doesn't put two and two together that maybe this is in this small town that maybe this guy in the fancy Italian shoes is the exec from from San Francisco. But (laughs) (laughs) she's like, well, you know, you need to get some boots. Those aren't the right shoes. And you need to, you know, he's not doing he's not doing winter right. Mm -hmm. So then we see him a few minutes later and he's holding his or his like his shoes in a bag and he bought some some boots, Mm -hmm. shamefully bought some 
some boots. So she's meeting at the diner. She's meeting her best friend, who's a firefighter. And um, they're talking about... So now we, we find out what happened in San Francisco, that she had applied for a job at corporate and didn't get it. And it's... That's kind of like all she's ever done in her life. Mm-hmm. She's never left White Deer. She applied for this one job. She didn't get it. And she's like, well, if I don't get this job, I'm never doing anything else. Yeah, yeah. But this, she's done. Like she took this risk to apply for a job. And because she didn't get it, just like, all right, the end. I'm yeah. not doing anything else. She even bought a new suit for the interview <laughs> and then didn't get the job and then just you know, shut off to the rest of the world. Yeah. So after breakfast, she heads to the bakery. And lo and behold, who's there but Nick? Her dad introduces her to Nick. Is that when she came in and announced that the paychecks were in? Yeah. She came in and was like, okay, the paychecks are in. (laughs) And then we're all, we're old timey, but we're not that old timey. that We can also say, but those of you that don't have direct deposit (laughs) can pick up your paycheck. It's a very unnecessary thing to say. Like, I think you would know that if you had direct deposit and like, would the paychecks why would she announce them like wouldn't it be the same time every would, week probably they would just every like other go. Friday or the 15th and the 30th yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's her job like that yeah. that's what she <laughs> that's all she has to do um so she kind of makes a crack about Nick's Italian suit like it's he's got he's going to go into the bakery and get messy so she's like you know you need to find something else to wear so she grabs a guy that works on the Kringle line mm-hmm. and has him um suit Nick up and something more appropriate so he comes out and just sort of like a lab they all they wear lab coats like her dad always has a lab coat on but he still has like his tie (laughs) and she um she mansplains to him how to make kringles everything is done by hand Mm -hmm. and that you know we we cut each round out by hand we put the filling in by hand layer them and then we ice it by hand each one is made with care by a real person yeah and he's saying that boy this there's a lot of effort that goes into making just one of these kringles so now we hear this is the first conversation between them other than their meeting and every this is what every conversation in this movie is it's just a repeat of this conversation he talks about coding and automation (laughs) she talks about handmade and craft and doing things this always doing things the same way yeah that's this movie like you you watch it for 15 minutes they have this conversation there's a commercial break they have this conversation there's a commercial break just over and over and automation over is the future it's not all about the bottom line yeah so at this point she doesn't like nick she calls him shifty <laughs> that's good so she's in like the break room or something making a wreath and it's a wreath for the firehouse and he sees it and he's like whoa this is i know again easily impressed like oh this is so great <laughs> and he says you know you see wreaths and you never know where they come from <laughs> well they're the perfect symbol for christmas she explains oh yeah yeah there's a lot of wreath history mm-hmm. we learn here or wreath um yeah i never knew wreaths meant that <laughs> i don't much. remember why Symbolism. they are but yeah yeah I don't she, she explains that they are i kind of tuned out to that <laughs> She tells them that they are. <laughs> and so the next task for Nick is that they're going to head over to the food bank. So they load up a van with Kringle, with Kringles that didn't make the cut and take it over to the food bank. So I, I like this. I like that they don't just throw the stuff away. They take it to the food bank. The food bank's an important part of this movie. All those people that were let go from the tire factory are relying on it, perhaps. But all they eat is Kringles. It's so many Kringles. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, if I came yeah. in, I'm like, I'm hungry, but 
I can't do another. <laughs> I just can't eat another Kringle. Nobody's hungry, but everybody is. The, the obesity is the, <laughs> the next problem they have to deal with. Oh, there's so many Kringles. And even the people at the food bank are like, oh, I'm so ready for Christmas to be over. <laughs> I, <laughs> you can't bring a coffee cake to us. What, now, what was the. They were really wanting to hammer home the point that. The you know the Kringles are visually stunning, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's something that automation can't do. We never really see the Kringles, yeah. Either we don't yeah. really get to experience like anybody enjoying it or like what the big deal is about the. Yeah. We always see them like in process, but we never really get to experience them. And the other thing is, um, again, that wouldn't. I mean, I guess. If you're making them for your own bakery a couple of days before Christmas, you would be making some. But don't you think the Kringles were shipped like months ago? ago? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think that October, September, October, that's when they're really... I mean, I'm guessing these have a stable shelf life because if they're getting shipped all over, it's not like they're just making them to be in that that day. day. You're shipping them all over the country. So I don't think December 22nd or whatever is when they're going to be so busy. So, you know, she talks about how they need to be visually perfect. Not even perfect, but it's they do them by hand because they need to, like, visually look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, automation would make them look perfect. And, but that's not the point. But so what, which ones end up at the food bank? The ones that don't make the cut. Just visually, they don't make the cut. Well, maybe. They I don't, don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they'd have so many bad ones. <laughs> so many bad ones, I know. <laughs> that's a like, lot. With bad employees, that that's where you <laughs> yeah. got to look into automation. Who's, <laughs> who's making all take these care all, of all you know, of terribly? This. She continues to make digs about online shopping, and the idea comes up that she could potentially have a booth at the festival, but she's afraid to take that on because we know she's scared of anything, of pushing herself, of taking any risk or anything new or different. And he's starting to like push her to take some risks so that when they have the same conversation over and over again that's one thing that gets added into it him pushing her to yeah he sees she he sees the talent and the the demand and as a numbers guy he realizes that she could be making this into business she doesn't think that she could make enough wreaths to Mm -hmm. fill a booth or that there'd be enough demand Demand for for it yeah um so the next day they're having breakfast at the diner and they're they're sitting down He's already there. She joins him and orders breakfast, and she cuts her eggs like she's cutting a steak. Like she's really like <laughs> yeah. digging into it. And they talk about dads because that's the thing. Her dad is the manager. His dad is in charge. One thing is that okay, so they don't know that Nick is a Carlingson. At some point, he gives them a different. Nick he is shifty. Sta- he yeah. gives them a d- Stan Nick Stanwell. Oh, yeah. 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 Some point, he tells them that. So they don't know that. He's, He's the, the son, son of the boss. Yeah. But again, that his dad has apparently been to White Deer. They go over during Christmas for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't go again during October. They go and invade everybody's home during Christmas. And the, the dad's been there multiple times and spent like weeks there and stayed with um, Ellie's, Ellie's family. Yeah. I feel like they would know that his son worked has, he's been working at the bakery since he was 15 for like 20 years like, yeah. wouldn't they know that or have seen, seen a, picture a picture of, of Nick him? yeah on Facebook <laughs> Instagram you know, just like, I think it's weird that this like they know the dad so well yeah but they don't know about that his son is yeah he wasn't in disguise or he was undercover boss or anything he I just showed too, up the dad being the manager would get like would have had a conversation an email with Nick Carlingson too if he's number two in charge mm-hmm. or I don't know. There'd be some yearly 
pamphlet thing that comes out that like shows pictures of who's on the board or what. Right. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't an know important how corporate person works, in the but <laughs> at yeah. some point they would have known that this guy. Or, uh, yeah. The dad would have been to San Francisco to meet them yeah. and, uh, you know, corporate outings. Her, Ellie's dad is really important and high up in the uh-huh. business. Yeah. And they also talk about how she's not totally satisfied with her life, that she's just stuck in white deer. She doesn't love her job. Her real dream is to make wreaths and find the beauty in things. Carl talks to her again about a booth that he has a booth for her. And Nick is, you know, has been encouraging her. And so she decides to take, she takes the plunge Mm -hmm. and decides to take the booth. And uh, she has a real attitude of like, take that machines. <laughs> I'm making all these reads by hand. Yeah. I'm going to work night and day and get ready for, for my booth. Nick has a conversation with his dad, just more of the same about how um, he wants to automate. He wants to take them to the top. And the dad says, can you let that go for now and just experience the bakery how it is and get to know the people and see, you know, after that, see what you, if you're still so gung-ho about right. automation. Ultimately, the dad knows that Nick wants to automate, wants to improve the company, but he knows, the dad knows if he sends Nick to White Deer and meets the people, that he'll eventually come around to yeah. the dad's way of thinking. Yeah. Ellie's father invites Nick over for dinner. And does Ellie hate Nick? Is Ellie starting to fall for Nick? Mm, it's kind of on the fence right now. And the dad says, I don't take no for an answer, <laughs> which is a very Stephen Collins thing to say. <laughs> so Nick has dinner at their house and they he learns that family is everything to them. So they decorate cookies and they trim the tree and she's Make making or- wreaths ornaments. and ornaments. And they find all the ornaments that she's made over the years to put on the tree but the tree was very ugly too again not like it had an artificial feel to it which i'm fine with artificial tree but this again when they're trying to make everything like real handmade i wasn't feeling it no they're just putting it up on like december 23rd or whatever day it is yeah it's too close to put up a tree and nick talks about how like his family he comes a family where they usually just work on christmas they'll get take out and like his parents would hire somebody to decorate the tree so he doesn't have all these traditions Um, and so they're trying to give him a big dose of white deer christmas spirit (laughs) (laughs) he talks with ellie as they walk back to the lodge about um, kind of his job in corporate and it definitely seems like a company where like the corporate culture is just like all white men too that have come so he talks about like they and ellie talks about the people that have come to to visit white deer and it just seems like a series of like of older corporate men men, yeah he talks to her more about like you know ellie there's opportunities for you to sell your product online so he now he's mansplaining and he's mansplaining etsy too (laughs) (laughs) like it's not that hard like there's you know you get a shopify website you do etsy it's all there for you it's really not that Hard. It El- could just be like a side hustle. Ellie, did you know there's a whole online market where <laughs> yes. people buy and sell things online? So Nick is back at the lodge. He checks in with his mom, who's obviously like an actress that they hired for like an hour to stand in a house with like a, cr- <laughs> a white Christmas tree yeah. and pretend to be talking on the phone. Because <laughs> yeah. we never see they her never interact with anyone else. else yeah. She's not, yeah, like... Um, <laughs> we don't see her at Christmas, like, and they talk about just kind of like his conflict with his father and their different ideas about things. And she's encouraging both the dad and Nick to 
to listen to each other, that they're both being kind of stubborn Mm -hmm. about it. And she also mentions how much she knows Ellie's parents as well. So it's surprising that, again, that they don't know Nick because Nick's mom talks about how great Ellie's parents are. Yeah. Um, And Nick is back at the bakery the next day making Kringles. So he's kind of getting into it. He's literally rolling his sleeves up. He's working with next to a guy who's showing him, you know, every step of it. And he's becoming a good Kringle maker. Because in the beginning, he was a terrible, just like a he would just squeeze out a big glop of frosting. frosting. Yeah. Now he's getting the hang of it, too. We see the food bank again, and we find out that, um, because Ellie and her family serve dinner on Christmas Eve at the food bank every year. It's one of their favorite traditions. And we find out that there was a big anonymous donation to the food bank. And they just assumed that it was from the elder, Mr. Carling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be a big help to them. The dad comes around to ask for donations and Nick gives a $20 bill. Oh, and yeah. And they're really yeah. impressed with. Oh, yeah. But the $20 yeah, bill. Yeah. They're really impressed. Yeah. And that's when they the mentioned that there's. suit. Yeah. Like a five. I think it was a $5,000 $5, donation. donation. Yeah. So Ellie's got to get busy making wreaths for the festival. The festival where everyone buys their Christmas decorations on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that it's not like charming to have these movies set on November 17th when a you know a holiday festival might be or december 2nd but hasn't everybody bought their wreaths by this point bought their gifts so this festival this festival takes place like i think like the 20 we see like the 23rd the 24th the 25th like we see three days and it's yeah she's selling wreaths and people i guess are buying gifts and when we see it on the 25th on christmas it's packed full of people and one thing that is never packed chris on christmas day the only place that's packed is the movie theater mm-hmm. like there's not nothing else is going to be packed chinese restaurants uh, and yeah, it's not like it's you, too late you, you don't you don't have to start the the movie in november you can start in december but that's when that's when things are happening i mean right now in chicago the Chris Kindle market's up mm-hmm. already and, yeah. you know, the tree's up and yeah. things are ha- things are happening. This is when it should happen. And yeah. then you don't need everything to happen in three days. Yeah. It's ludicrous. All right. This is how redundant this movie is. Th- these are my notes. They make wreaths. They talk about the same things over and over. He encourages her to do what she loves. She has breakfast with her friend. And the Kringles look gross. <laughs> <laughs> So when she has breakfast with her friend, her friend reveals to her that she likes Carl and maybe Carl likes her, but they feel weird about this, which it is weird. This was someone that Ellie dated for a year and mm-hmm. this is her best friend. But if you're in White Deer in uh, Missouri, there's, that's how it, yeah, that's there's how not it too many options. Yeah, she really, and she, the friend was really complimentary towards Carl about how he's a big catch and Carl seemed like kind of like a a creep kind of yeah kind of a creep and kind of a doof yeah a little old yeah perhaps yeah he kind of had like his sort of has rockabilly hair yeah he did have kind of (laughs) but he's kind of a Barney Fife type yeah yeah he wasn't, I wasn't attracted he wasn't like to a Carl. hunky fireman at no. all. She was the friend I mean I, like the friend was another very Canadian actress too and not someone that I've seen in one of these movies before but I the friend and Carl were maybe meant to be together together though they kind of fit together so they've got to make a bunch of reads for the festival and Nick pitches in the parents pitch in everybody's working to get all these reads because she's got to have the inventory and Carl's concerned that she may not have enough stock for the festival um, so yeah these reads that are so laborious take so long to make 
she's cranking out yeah like a hundred <laughs> a night filling her booth and and there's just like a such a frenzy for them nick has pulled together some research for ellie to show the popularity of the billions of dollars that people spend every year on christmas decorations that there's a market yeah he brings out the computer and has some a, spreadsheets some graph, and, yeah, yeah, graphs of telling her that wow look at this people buy things around christmas <laughs> a powerpoint presentation yeah, powerpoint about, about that you know christmas is popular and people buy things and she was like, oh, yeah, maybe so. Well, she gives a lot of excuses, and he encourages her to make a website. He, he's, you know, he's pushing her to make a website and um, pushing her to take some risks. I know you might have heard of us say this before. <laughs> so they head over to the festival to start setting up her booth, and they run into Santa, who's the, the guy from the bakery who's been showing Nick around. Mm-hmm. And he's also Santa at the festival. And Nick almost comes clean to her when they're, he's starting to feel guilty about, I don't know, it's not even that he's lying, but he's just not being totally honest with Yeah, them. he's withholding some yeah. key information yeah. about who he is. And Santa gives, you know, lection, says this thing about like, we, in White Deer, honesty is the most important thing to mm-hmm. us. Like, you know, have you been naughty nice? Well, it's only if you've been honest this year. Ooh, and that's so when he starts one. thinking. Yeah. yeah. So he almost comes clean. But chickens out and instead offers to make a website for Ellie. Um, so Nick is then at the diner and Carl wants to talk to him. And every, Carl's very skeptical of <laughs> a corporate suit sweeping in, having, you know, starting a relationship with Ellie who means a lot to him and then leaving. So it has the feel of like a soldier being stationed somewhere and having a relationship and then like abandoning <laughs> that person. And w- w- it seemed that he was upset about it because it's happened to her in the past or it happened he's yeah that he's seen it and maybe not even to her but to other people like yeah the san francisco white corporate guys come, come in, in take advantage take of advantage the, of like a the, single yeah, girl, girl from white deer and then head and then back, back to, to san, san francisco, francisco without yeah. the girl they're and two then, weeks they're making kringles hanging out the lodge and yeah. <laughs> hooking up with un- the local <laughs> wreath maker <laughs> carl was being nice and he ultimately is nice but it's the sunken eyes, <laughs> weird look. I didn't yeah. like him. I didn't like him. I know he's just protecting Ellie, and he's you know he's the hunk of the town, so it's his <laughs> job to approach the suit. So Carl also approaches Ellie. She's working in her booth about the him potentially dating Haley. Haley mm-hmm. is her friend. He had been wanting to talk to Ellie. He approached her a few times mm-hmm. over the course of the movie, and Ellie was always nervous because she felt like maybe he wanted to rekindle their relationship and she was always very uncomfortable with it and then finally he corners her in her booth to ask if he could ask out Haley. So she's relieved that Mm -hmm. that was the reason why. And she asked him like, why did you give me this booth? Why did you save this booth for me? And it was because he also just like Nick, he believes in in her crafts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that she's the only one that her dream. She's the only one that can't see. Yeah. This is her calling. So Ellie heads to the lodge where Nick is working on his laptop on some automation stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And and she's decided she's going to go for it. And so she asks him to help her with a business, write a business plan. And she admits that she's been playing it safe and it's time to take this risk. And she she kisses. She kisses Nick. Yeah. Which I, I felt is a little early, early for a Hallmark movie. Usually yeah. that's like save till the end. Last five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's the evening of the 23rd, and Ellie's family gets together for Christmas dinner. They have it on the 23rd because on the 24th they're serving dinner at the food bank. And this is when Ellie tells her family that she's quitting the bakery, mm-hmm. just going all in. Yeah. Not doing a little bit of like on the side, build it up. No, just going all in and starting her wreath or her craft. They keep calling it a craft yeah. business. And her family is happy. They're supportive. They're very it. supportive of it. They know that that's the right thing for her to do. And she's been selling every day. She sells out at the festival, mm-hmm. what she has. She has to close up early because mm-hmm. she sells out and then is supposed to be going home to make more wreaths, but seems to like dilly dally here and there. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know how, I mean, she's not sleeping. She's staying up all night making these reads, I guess. And you think the smart move would be to continue to have her steady job at the bakery and yeah. do that as, you know, the side hustle. You know, Until like maybe Uber. it got big enough that she could Because now she's, she's selling to everybody in White Deer. Who else need, like, how often are you going to be selling re- every year? Do you get a new, a big new wreath? Well, you know, her plan is that she can make Fourth of July wreaths. She can oh, make Easter right. yeah. wreaths. She can make yeah. graduation right. wreaths. She can yeah. make Valentine's. Wreaths for all occasions. This is a microcosm for Hallmark mm-hmm. <laughs> right here. Yeah, like, true. We made... People love Christmas movies. We made all these Christmas movies. They're popular. Oh, now let's make Valentine movies. Let's make spring movies. Right. Let's make That's summer true. movies. Let's make fall mm-hmm. movies, too. So... They know what they're talking about. Okay, because yeah, I was like, how good is this business plan? If she's selling all her wreaths here at this, in White Deer at this festival, everybody seems to have a wreath. What do you do in January when now you have a bunch of wreaths that nobody's buying until next December 25th? Well, she needs to think about it, too, that she sold most of her wreaths on the 23rd, 24th, 25th, so people are good for next year. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's now it's Christmas Eve, and they're at the festival, and they're serving dinner to people in need from the food bank and they get a surprise visit from guess who the senior mr carlingson nick's dad and it seemed like nick was shocked by that yeah because he you know he still hasn't told anybody who he really is yeah he's getting nervous getting nervous that the you know the truth is going to come out without him having to explain it himself so now not only is nick away for christmas away from his family in white deer for some reason he's why is he still there i don't know but now his dad is so his mom is just home alone in that house with the white tree (laughs) (laughs) so when mr carlingson is there ellie approaches him and thanks him for making the 5k the five thousand dollar food bank donation because everybody assumed that you know a donation that big had to come from the top and mr carlingson says what i didn't make any five thousand dollar donation uh but but I, thanks for putting me on the spot. Thanks for making me I'll feel bad. I'll do it next year, every <laughs> yeah. year after that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for making me feel bad in front of your parents, but I didn't give them money. Then she has a special delivery to make. Um, she's made a wreath for Nick. Was it, so at one point she makes a San Francisco wreath. Was it the San Francisco Yeah, wreath? I, I think it know. may have been, yeah. But it was really big. So she goes to his room at the lodge, which is just like unlocked, I guess. And his laptop is sitting open. And what is on the screen but his power his automation report for um his dad about automating the bakery and it was written by nick carlingson <laughs> so he all is revealed that with the she when she came in 
I can't remember how the screen looked. I don't know if there was a, a couple of different pages up, but on one page was the sample website that he had created. Oh, yeah. It said yeah. Crafts by Ellie. That was that was that was. <laughs> it his... looked like a very like two thousand one <laughs> yes, website. Yeah, like, this is... where it's sort of like blue or green with like yellow. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this doesn't look good. Crafts by Ellie. And then I think she, I think she went to touch that to look at that, and then yeah. the other window opened with the terror information about the automation yeah so nick and his dad so she's you know she's mad and she storms off then um nick and his dad have they go to the diner because he loves nick's dad loves the violet's coffee at the (laughs) diner is that what it was yeah i think it's eddie was it eddie i think it's eddie's diner oh violet is is the woman who runs the diner (laughs) the one non-white person in this movie and he's like, keep it coming, Violet. I don't care if I like never sleep or something like that. <laughs> what? How good could this go? It's in like a bun container. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, and they have a heart to heart. And we find out that Nick is coming around. He's changing his mind about automation. Yeah. So he did make that report, but he believes that they should keep and doing things the way that they've done them. Investing in people is more important than automation at Carlingson's and that's when Nick's dad asks Nick if he may if he was the one that made the five thousand dollar donation and Nick was like yes and that's when he realized that like the the town he has a big dose of white deer Christmas spirit (laughs) yes (laughs) yes so Ellie rushes to her parents house and tells them about Nick's betrayal and they're just stunned by this and Nick comes to knock on the door. He's looking for Ellie. He wants to explain to her, like, apologize, explain to her that he doesn't think that they should automate. And the dad scolds him for not having, for lying and mm-hmm. not having any integrity. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, again, That's honesty is the most important thing yep. to him. So he slinks off. It's Christmas Day. The festival is bustling. <laughs> Santa's there. Yeah, better get our Christmas presents. Hurry. Better decorate the house for Christmas. It's going to be over in six hours. <laughs> Nick's trying to talk to Ellie. She's just like not having it. She's not interested. Yeah, he approaches her at her booth again. Sometimes when we're doing a fair, a craft fair, I sometimes feel stranded in the booth not that you make me sit there but i feel like if somebody comes up that i don't want to talk to i'm kind of i'm kind of stuck there you can just hide under the table (laughs) i've thought about it a few times so in this case nick smartly thinks ellie's at her booth she can't go i can corner her her at the booth and tell her you know the truth you know try to tell her what i was trying to do or what i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. but she feels so betrayed she doesn't want to hear any of it so he he feels like the only thing he can do is stand up on the stage the microphone and and speak out (laughs) because hello (laughs) well now attention everyone (laughs) the rumors are spreading that it's just going to be like the tire factory everyone's going to be out of work did word get around that he was the son and had been lying i don't know but because they knew, because they, you know, people were shouting at him as he's up there doing it. Is uh, can I have your attention, please? And the guy's like, "Don't, we don't want to be automated." I think Santa says that. <laughs> yeah, Santa does say that. Um, well, they were definitely worded spread about the automation that it was going to be at the tire factory. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's spreading these rumors. Yeah, but, but there's a big revolt while he was up there. The crowd was revolting mm-hmm. against him. Yeah, but he says he's not going to automate. That he's actually going to hire more full time employees. 
just like the wreaths, Kringles aren't going to be just for. Yeah, they're gonna. He's gonna make them a year round. Fourth of July, Fourth of July <laughs> Kringles, St. Patrick's Day Kringles, yeah, Shamrock Kringles. I think Secretary's Day Kringles, <laughs> National Dog Day Kringles. Yeah, so they're gonna grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're gonna grow and they're gonna evolve. And that makes Ellie very happy. And so they come together in the crowd. And Nick invites her to San Francisco for New Year's. Yeah, I asks her if she's ever been to San Francisco on New Year's. And she said no. No, I went that one time in my new suit. <laughs> it's the only the time I've left white here. And then they kiss. Yep. And the then, it's, then it's over. That's it. All right, now it's time for Naughty and Nice, where we talk about the best and worst things in this movie. And I'll do Nice first. Um, nice must is Violet's Coffee. It must yeah, be amazing. to die for. Makes me want to go to Deer Creek. Where is this? White Deer. <laughs> White Deer. You always want to go to diners. I do. Too, I am so. a diner fan. Every time I and see... And Diner Coffee. Yeah, and Diner Coffee. Anytime I see a diner, I want to go to one... And you always say, where is there a diner around here? <laughs> well, usually it's usually because the idea of a diner is better than the actual diner. I feel like you have a very, like, unrealistic <laughs> <laughs> view of diners. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, for Naughty, I am going to go with um, Crafts by Ellie, the <laughs> website, that uh, the sample website that Nick made. Was just horrible looking. I would say don't quit your day job. <laughs> so that's it for another episode of Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I'm Molly. I'm Pete. We'll be back soon with a breakdown of either a new Hallmark Christmas movie or one of our favorites from years past. This